faith, hope, inspiration, and edification. Welcome to the Edify Podcast with Billy Hallowell, a show that cuts through the cultural noise to explore the biggest headlines and issues of the day. Let's dive into today's show. Hey, 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 what's going on? Welcome to the Edify Podcast. I'm Billy Hollowell, and I am very excited for today's show. Now, I have to tell you the story that we're going to cover today, the main interview on the show. This is a story that I first encountered when I was the faith editor over at The Blaze. And, you know, I loved covering politics, covering culture. It, It was really just the joy of my career, getting a chance to do that day in and day out. But a time came when I really started shifting my focus from the political, which, of course, I was still covering, but really putting a lot more energy into stories of transformation, stories about people whose lives have just gone through these amazing changes. And one of those stories, Brittany De La Mora, she was a porn star, okay? Now, Brittany was one of the most well-paid and popular porn stars around, and she had an encounter with Christ that changed everything. And that encounter led Brittany on this amazing journey into faith, and not only into faith, but into a dynamic in which she has tried to help other people leave the porn industry. And she is married to a pastor. She works in ministry and really just has this incredible story. And so Brittany and I connected years ago, and ever since then, you know, I've always tried to find ways to work with her. And the really cool thing is that at Edify, we're working with her. She and her husband, Richard DeLamore, have a new podcast, Let's Talk Purity, and they're talking about this issue of purity and her story and their story and so much more. And so I had a chance to actually sit down with the two of them. And if you're interested in the podcast, head over to Edify, it's E-D-I-F-I dot app slash podcast, and you'll find it listed there. It's called Let's Talk Purity. You can also head over to the Edify app, download the app in the App Store. It's just E-D-I-F-I. But I had a chance to sit down with Richard and Brittany to tell her story. How did she get into porn? How did she get out of porn? What does purity mean to her? And then how the couple met, right? Because again, Richard's a Christian. He's you know a pastor, and so they became friends after Brittany became a Christian. And I don't want to spoil the story for you, but it's a really good story. And so we talk about all of it, and it's a really honest and amazing conversation. So we're going to have them on the show here in just a moment. But before we do that, I wanted to dive into a couple of other stories. If you didn't see these stories over on Christian Post, you might want to check them out. One of them is about a pastor who really just shared, and it's pretty amazing, how God used his depression, his suicidal ideation to actually help others find freedom. And so this is a guy, his name is Pastor Ben Corson. He's actually a friend of mine. Uh, He talks about how his struggles with mental illness and, and suicidal thoughts led him into ministry and led him deeper into ministry and how to help other people who are facing depression. And so there's a great story with him, and it's actually based on the Crazy Happy podcast. He appeared on that podcast with Daniel Fusco and I and had a chance to talk through his story there. And if you're struggling with those issues, if you know people who are It's just amazing to be able to sit down and listen to a pastor talk about that honestly. Listen to somebody who works in ministry speak about the struggles he's had in the past with these issues of mental health. And so you can check that story out 
There's also another interesting report over on the Christian Post that there are apparently 43 states that have not prioritized clergy when it comes to vaccine distribution. And of course, this would be the consideration of making clergy and pastors and all, all the people who are working in churches and who are on the front lines of that essential workers. And so the idea that 43 states haven't done that, as well as Washington, D.C., that's concerning when you think about the fact that churches obviously are central to so many people's lives. And we've talked about the fact that suicide, depression, disconnection, all these issues have been major issues during COVID. And yet you want to try to get people back into church, right? And some churches are open and some people are going, but some churches are open with restrictions and at you know percentages that are lower. So why would we not be adding pastors to that list? And so it's an interesting report. There is a lot of, of fascinating detail over at the Christian Post, so you'll want to check that out. And a bunch of other stories. I mean, the Christian Post always has amazing stories. There's one more that I want to talk about. This is a story that I wrote and it's actually titled, Celebs Started Wearing a 1973 Necklace to Celebrate Abortion, and This Pro-Life Fashion Designer Delivered a Bold Response. Now, the pro-life fashion designer I'm talking about is Carla Diadesi. Now, she has founded a company. It's called Culture of Life, COL 1972, Culture of Life 1972, and it's described as, quote, a movement that protects and values human life. Now, this is a fashion brand. They sell fashion clothes in designs and rings and jewelry and shirts and all that. And yet they're there to support life and to support the unborn. And so we've got a great interview with her that originated on the Politely Rude podcast with Abby Johnson. All of these podcasts, again, are available on the Edify app, or you can head over to edify.app slash podcast. And if you listen on a different platform that isn't Edify, you can find these shows on most of those platforms. You want to hear what Carla has to say. She, she's got a passionate response, and she created this 1972 fashion line directly in response to some of the praise that has gone on of abortion, of Roe versus Wade, the, the Supreme Court legal ba legal case that legalized abortion. So you want to check that story out as well on Christian Post. Now, when we get back here in just a moment, we will welcome Brittany and Richard de la Mora. I'll see you in just one second. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. And I'm back with more of the Edify podcast. I am super excited for this conversation. And with no further ado, let's welcome Brittany and Richard De La Mora to the Edify podcast. Hey, Brittany and Richard, how you guys doing? Good, how are you? I am good, I'm good. So you are both putting together the most amazing podcast and we've had a chance to work together on it. And I'm so excited to talk about the podcast and your journey and your story. And Brittany, I feel like we first connected, it must have been 2014 or even a little earlier than that. It's, it's yeah. been a while now. Yeah, I think it wasn't. Actually, I think it was 2013. Okay, wow. Time flies, right? Well, it was your story, though, that, that actually got us connected. I was reading about you coming out of the porn industry, becoming a Christian, and it's just this incredible story. And I've kind of followed your story as a couple 
since then. And so, Richard, I guess I'll start with you. I'm curious how you guys met. Yeah, we actually met in church in our young adults ministry. I was over the young adult ministry and Brittany would casually roll in and she would sit in the back. But I love her. She was there every Friday uh, by herself. Um, and keep in mind, y'all, I did not know really that she was in the porn or she was in the porn industry. Yeah, I didn't even, left. yeah, I didn't even know who she was. Um, but yeah, I just started from there and, and, you know, Brittany and the young adult ministry. Then from there we became friends to best friends and now two lovers. And now she's my <laughs> incredible wife, mother of my child. And I love her dearly. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. No, it's, it's, well, it's so amazing. And I, one of the things I wanted to ask you, Richard, and then I want to get into your story, Brittany, because we actually ran a story on you guys and on the podcast the other day, and people were asking questions like, oh, I want to know her testimony. And so there were people who hadn't heard that. So we'll get into that. But so, so Richard, when you did find out the backstory, as you guys became friends, what was that like to, to learn about and hear about and process as that friendship was growing? You know what? It was probably one of the most greatest things that I've ever witnessed in my life. And this I'll tell you why, because to see Brittany as a new creation, like keep in mind, Bill, I didn't even know this woman was in the porn industry. Like I would see her greet on Sundays and on Fridays, so full of joy. She was so radiant, loving life. And then when I found out that she was in the industry, I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here she's dancing around putting her hands up like i said she's just so radiant so vibrant in her cadence and all that she does and i said wow that is what restoration looks like that is the grace of god and billy just for me to witness that and encounter that it's just so beautiful to see knowing that my wife's not a product of her past but she's a product of god's grace and it's always so beautiful to see the transformation in her life and it's just it's just wonderful and you know you know people often ask does god still mir do miracles i believe he does miracles every day and she is my miracle she is my angel she's my best friend and it's so beautiful just to witness and to be able to see well and i have to tell you Brittany, i tell both of you this because and i think i've shared this with you before but every time i'm in a discussion with somebody who's an atheist or i'm talking about atheism or people who struggle with, with belief in general, or they have questions about it. I always talk about personal stories of redemption and change. And Brittany, your story always comes up first and I will always share it. And it's weird because I've had a chance to get to be blessed to tell a lot of different people's stories, but yours sticks with me because it's such an amazing example of how somebody's life can change and how Jesus does that. And yeah, there are lots of great examples, but you don't get that starkness that you see in your story as often as I as I wish. I know those stories are out there. We just don't hear them, which is why I love that you share your story. So with everything that Richard just said, getting into you and your life, I think a question that comes to mind when people hear your story, Brittany, is how did that happen? How do you how do you end up in the porn industry? I know that's a loaded question, but I'm going to throw it to you and let you share a little bit about that part of the story. Yeah, so, um, I mean, I just grew up in a broken household, and I didn't feel loved. I felt rejected, not accepted, and so I just started looking for love in all of the wrong places. Um, I started just dating different guys, and I became very promiscuous in college. 
Um, I eventually started working in a strip club and um, my first experience in the strip club was actually in Mexico when I was uh, 16 years old. And um, that night that I went there, it's like all my friends and I, we just went and we started drinking and we ended up there. And um, I started getting paid and people were, you know, telling me that I was beautiful and that they loved me. And so there was a seed that was planted that day. like. Like when you are naked in the presence of people, that's where you're going to find love. That's where you're going to be affirmed. That's where you're accepted. And so in college, that's why I started working in a strip club. And a couple producers came in one night and again, they were affirming me. And this is something that I was hungry for because I didn't get that at home. And so they were like, you are beautiful. You're going to be a star. We love you. You know, we make romance movies if you're ever interested uh, give us a call. We'll be in LA. And so, I mean, I knew they were talking about porn, but you know, my 18 year old self, I was insecure and I just felt like, you know, I'm already promiscuous. I already take my clothes off for money. So why not just take it one step further? And here's these people that have their arms open to me that they're telling me that I'm beautiful. They're telling me that I'm loved. And so, um, I got into the porn industry at 18 years old. And you spent, was it seven years? How long were you in the industry for? Yeah, I left when I was 25. See, the details yeah. of your story, they do. They, they stayed with me because it was so, it was such an amazing story of redemption. And so, you know, we fast forward through that. And I know a lot of things happened. You talked on the podcast. And if anybody is just tuning in right now, you're watching, you're listening, you need to go and listen to Let's Talk Purity. Um, go on the Edify app, go wherever podcasts are and you can and you can hear it. But you talked about, um, a boyfriend that you had who was actually murdered in front of you. I mean, you had these these crazy events happen. At some point, you make a decision that it's time that this has to stop, and you encounter Jesus. And I'm oversimplifying your story, and I'm, but I want you to tell that part of the story, the bookends, right? How you got there in the first place, and then how you got out, and what that was like for you. Yeah. So, I mean, when I, when my boyfriend was murdered in front of me, I had actually gotten back into the porn industry because after he, after he was, you know, taken, um, or lost his life, uh, there was one of his friends that came into my life that, you know, was playing the knight in shining armor. I was going to rescue me because I was, didn't have anywhere to live and I had no money. And, um, he ended up being a pimp. And so he got me back into the adult industry for about another three years. Um, but I had gone to church, uh, just maybe a month prior to, um, my boyfriend getting murdered and I received a Bible. Um, and so I also received Jesus as my Lord and savior. And so even though I was in the porn industry still, even though I had a pimp, like I would still read the Bible and Jesus would speak to me. And there was one day when um, me and the pimp got in a fight and the Holy Spirit said, you need to leave him. And I'm like, how am I going to leave this guy? I don't have anybody. Like, I, I what am I going to do? And the Holy Spirit said, call your mom. Now, at this time, me and my mom had a really hindered relationship. And I was like, I'm not going to call her. And the Holy Spirit said, Brittany, humble yourself and call your mom. And so I did what he said. And my mom showed up. She was there within like 20, 15, 20 minutes. She picked me up. I moved in with her. Um, and I still at this point was filming porn. And so I went to go film a porn scene in Las Vegas. And before I left for the airport, the Holy Spirit said, bring your Bible. Mm -hmm. So I grabbed my Bible. And as I'm on the airplane, the Holy Spirit said, read your Bible. And so I started reading my Bible. It was the book of Revelation, chapter two, uh, verse 20 through 23. 
um, and I'm paraphrasing when I say it, um, it says that I have this thing against you. You that woman named Jezebel. She leads my people into sexual immorality. I have time to repent. And if she doesn't repent, I will cast her and her children into a sickbed. And I was just like, oh my goodness. And I started crying and I said, God, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. Like I, I've been leading your people into sexual sin. Like, I'm so sorry. And um, of course the Holy Spirit brought grace because where there's truth, there's always grace. And the Holy Spirit said, um, you know, Brittany, this isn't the life that I have for you. The life that I have for you will overflow with so much love and so much peace. If you would just quit the porn industry today, I would bless your life like no one could. I went to porn, the porn set that day. I told everybody about Jesus. I gave them, I gave them all the word that he gave me. I'm like, this isn't the life that God has for us. Much better life for us. He doesn't want us to do this anymore. And everybody's like, okay, this girl's crazy. But I quit the porn industry that day and started going to church and, you know, met my amazing husband. <laughs> and, and life and is it's so amazing to me, though. I mean, how God works, because what you're speaking to as well is the fact that, you know, for some people, faith is not this thing that happens in a moment, right? For some people, it is, but you accept Christ and then everything you've ever done is gone and you don't do anything bad again. And you like, that's just not how it works. It's a journey for some people. And it sounds like you had a little bit of a period where you were reading the Bible, Jesus was speaking to you, but you were still making this transition out until it really clicks. And then, and then you're out. Would you say that's yeah. an accurate representation of what happened? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So I want to come back to you in a minute, Brittany, but, but Richard, I want to ask you, because it's so easy as Christians, especially those of us who've grown up in the church, you know, to become judgmental and to look at people who are living in certain lifestyles in a way that actually can be unhelpful because we don't reach them with the mindset that we have about them. What about Brittany's story and the person you, you're married to now and the transformation you've seen? What about that process has maybe challenged you or maybe you didn't struggle with those things, but maybe it's a message for others who struggle with how to deal with people who aren't living as Christians and are living those types of lifestyles. What lessons did you learn in that? One of the lessons that it taught me is you can never count anybody out. You know, no matter how far you're away from God, God will still find you and God will still use you. And I really believe that with my wife, you know, yeah, Brittany was far out in the deep end, but what I love about our Lord is he goes in and he loves you so much. you. Sometimes, we could very easily become just think well this ex you know they don't they don't deserve you know god to use them but the reality is is that i mean our does deserve god's grace if anything his wrath his punishment because he's such a good father because he loves us and radically pursues us he redeems us, restores us, and we become a new creation. I would say to anyone battling that is first off, stopping because how you judge and always there's me and in the Bible, but the yeah. is is that just understand that every seed will eventually harvest into something. Yeah. And I love your story, Britt. It was little seeds, little by little by little. So maybe someone's here watching today and maybe your daughter, you do have, your daughter is like Brittany, or maybe you have a son who's far off, who's a prodigal. Just know, if you keep sowing 
keep praying over them, keep, you know, reading your Bible, keep, or truly believe that, you know, they'll come back and you'll see God move in their life immensely the way that God moved in Brittany's life. So Brittany, when you look at the world right now and culture and the way that sex is being handled and the way that, I mean, I feel like in the last 10 years, things have really devolved in, in Hollywood and media, just the way culture in general, what are some of the things that concern you when you look out there and you see the way people are being misled, those feelings you expressed of when you first got into porn, the, the attention people were paying to you, that the seeds that were actually sown in the beginning with that, what concerns yeah. you most about what we're seeing happen around us today? Um, there's a couple things that like instantly come to the forefront of my mind. And one of the things is just, you know, with the social media culture that we have, like women are so hungry for likes and comments that they will post some risque stuff just to get some attention. And men too, you see like men and women posting just their bodies and they think that that's where they're going to find their source of love and fulfillment. But um, even more so is like, it starts with the children. Like we have a beautiful little daughter who's a toddler and we're not going to send her to school. Like I'm going to homeschool her because here in California, part of the homeschool or part of the school, uh, public schooling curriculum is that they're teaching children that even if your parents say the masturbation is wrong, it's, we believe that it's okay. We believe that it's a healthy thing. It's okay to explore watching pornography. If you get a little bit curious, like they're teaching this stuff in the curriculum and yeah. i'm like what yeah. you're teaching children it's okay to watch porn like that's not okay yeah. you know and i've seen some of like the images little cartoon figures that they draw for you know uh how it's okay to explore with the opposite sex or even with the same sex and it's just oh we're getting just so far away from the bible and we think that it's in the name of freedom but mm. you're not actually free when you're a slave to sin you are a slave to sin and so that's good. exactly what so they're good. doing and they're starting younger and younger like you can do whatever you want you're free no you're not because that freedom it comes with depression it comes with anxiety it comes with confusion it comes with suicidal so thoughts you are a slave to whatever controls you yes. and so those things the sin sinful life is actually the thing that's dominating your life so you're being controlled by it and so it's just i mean i could just go on and on but so we're getting so far away from the bible and it breaks my heart because i didn't grow up with the bible and i wish that i did because the bible has transformed my life mm. and i'm so grateful for god's word and what it's done for me and what it's done for the condition of my soul and my heart like i'm so grateful for it and i just wish that every child could grow up with the bible so well, and I'm seeing a lot of discussion around sex workers and prostitution and also pornography, people who work in porn. Suddenly, it's sort of like praising this line of work. You can't judge this line of work. I teach students and you know my students will give persuasive speeches and they'll talk in college about these things. And it's really interesting to hear the perspective where they're coming from on this. And it seems like with all of that, it's this empowering thing, right? That the people doing these things are being empowered and that this is something that is good for them and we can't judge it. Based on some of the things you just said, how would you respond to somebody who would come to you and say those things as someone who lived it, literally lived it for seven years? Yeah. Could you bring me in to debate your students? <laughs> that would so be really fun. interesting, actually. That would so be fascinating. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you 
it's just like I said, like you think that these things are empowering you, right? When I got into the industry, funny thing is growing up, my mom always said, you know, my house, my rules, but when you're 18, you can do whatever you want. And so I was 18 and I'm like, yes, I could do whatever I want. I'm getting into porn. I'm doing drugs. I'm having sex with whoever I want. But that was not liberating. That life put me in bondage where there were moments in my life where I truly did try to commit suicide. Like the wages of sin is death. And so when you live this quote unquote liberated life, like, like it leads you down a path of darkness. It leads you down a path that you, you wake up one day and go, how on earth did I get here? And Lord help me because without you, I can't get out of this mess that I put myself in. Like I was, into drug addiction, heroin, crystal meth, all kinds. I needed God. There was no way I was going to get out of that life without Jesus. And, you know, I don't just speak for myself. It's so sad to say that, like, I lost um, several friends to suicide in the porn industry and drug addiction over uh, drug overdose because it's not I'm not just an isolated incident. like many people that are living that lifestyle um, have to use drugs and alcohol to cope with what they are doing. Yeah, and that's and that's a part of the story that people aren't hearing. And I think what you said about culture moving away from God it's opening these voids and you know you look at satan being the author of confusion and there is just so much confusion right now about what is right what is wrong and that's why it's so amazing that you guys speak out and you talk about these things and you have the experience and you have the character to speak to it and it's so amazing and the two of you are doing this great podcast let's talk purity and i and i'm not just biased toward the podcast because i'm working with you on it i i love it i mean you guys are you're bringing up topics that are so important and this word purity, you're really clarifying what that means so that people understand what it is. Richard, yeah. what are you hoping that you guys can really do with this podcast? What's the big takeaway for listeners? The big takeaway is that, you know, that we would pursue purity in our hearts. Yeah. I think sometimes when we hear the word purity, it has such a negative connotation. And when we hear the word purity, we think, oh, I can never, I can never operate in this. I can never pursue and live in purity. But the reality is you could because uh, purity is not perfection, it's progression. Every day you're working out the impurities of your heart. And the word purity just means not to be contaminated. Our hopes, our dreams, and our aspirations for this podcast is, is you'll live a pure life. A life that's not contaminated, a life that's not holding you down with unforgiveness, a life that's not holding you down with lust, with bitterness, rage, anger, all these other things, right, that can easily hold you down. You know, one of the greatest lives to ever live is a life of freedom, the life that Jesus has called you to live. And we want you to live that way. And it is possible. How is it possible? Very easy. It's one step at a time. Day by day, you pursuing Jesus. And as you pursue Jesus, Jesus starts to help you in your walk. And we start to confront things in our lives. And not only that, when you walk in purity, you walk in power. And when you walk in power, it's a good power that helps you to influence others. And I don't, I believe more than ever, people need to see a light because the world that we're living in today, it's dark. And when you're operating in light and when you're pure, what you do is you influence the room. So our hopes and our our prayers is that this is what this podcast would do. Yeah, it's going to challenge you a little bit, but you know, what doesn't challenge you doesn't change you. And this is going to challenge you a little bit, but it's going to help you for the better. And that's our hopes for it. That is, that is so powerful. And Brittany, (laughs) 
My last question for, for you guys, if somebody is watching or listening to this right now and they are where you were, maybe it's not pornography, maybe it's something else, maybe they're living a life that they know they shouldn't be living and they're confused or they're just at the end of the rope, they're desperate, they're, they're depressed, they're, their struggles are overwhelming them, what would you say to them? Yeah, I mean, we got to just keep our eyes, truly keeping our eyes on Jesus. And, and there is help available. Like if you are struggling with depression and, you know, you're like, I'm reading the scriptures and I'm praying and it's just not working. Like you can seek therapy and you can get help. Yeah. But um, just placing your eyes on Christ and knowing that there is hope in Jesus. There is freedom in Jesus. For me, like I battled with depression and I battled with suicidal thoughts because I had a broken heart and the Bible teaches us to guard our hearts because everything flows from yes. it. Right. And so when my heart was broken, what flowed from that flowed depression, mm -hmm. flowed suicidal thoughts, flowed drug addiction. And so what I needed to do was I needed to get my heart healed by yeah. Jesus. And so the way that I did that is every morning, and I still do this to this day, I wake up after I make my nice cup of tea and I worship mm -hmm. and I pray and I I read the Bible because we need to renew our minds with the word of God so that we can get, um, so that we can remove every lie that the enemy's ever told us through, whether it be our parents, yes. through exes, through whoever that may be, we will literally wash our minds clean. We will find healing in his presence. And so that's what we need to do. We need to tap into the presence of the Lord, like never before. <laughs> Listen, you guys are amazing. I so appreciate you. I appreciate what you do. Let's Talk Purity is the podcast. For those who are tuning in and listening or watching this podcast right now, go and check it out on every platform where podcasts are. It's pretty much everywhere. You can also go to edify, E-D-I-F-I dot app slash podcast, and you'll find it there as well. Thank you so much both for your time. Thank you. Thank you so we much for you, having us. We love you, Billy. And that brings us to the end of the Edify podcast today. I love Brittany and Richard. I love what they're doing. Let's Talk Purity is an amazing podcast. Go and subscribe right now and listen to it. And what an incredible story. Again, you, you talk about wanting proof of the gospel, wanting proof of the transformation that Jesus can bring. And then you have stories like Brittany's that give you that proof, that show you, unlike anything else, what Jesus can do in our lives if we let him. And that, for me, as a journalist, as a human being, and as a Christian, is the most amazing and fulfilling thing to watch. And I love being able to bring those stories out to the forefront. Thank you for listening. I hope you will listen next week for another episode of Edify with Billy Hollowell. I will see you then. Thanks for listening to the Edify podcast. For more transformational and faith-inspiring podcasts, head over to edify.app, where you can stream thousands of Christian shows right now. And for convenience on the go, download the Edify podcast app today from the Apple and Google Play stores and at edify.app.